Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Thursday, June the 15th, 2023, at 3.19 p.m. Central Time. Today's focus, oh, it's it's a simple one. It's a simple one. It's simple as far as the top. Well, I don't know. Maybe, 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 see, maybe I just made a mistake. Maybe it's not that simple. See, maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's a concept that everyone thinks is simple, but in reality, it's far more complicated. There are more layers to it than we sometimes think about. You, you tell me. Today's focus is judge not. Today's focus is judge not. Now, we all know the verse, Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, judge not that ye be not judged. Judge not that ye be not judged. Now, because this verse is so well known, it is so popular, and because this verse sometimes is used by a lot of people to try to avoid anyone judging them. You can't judge me. The Bible says, judge not. Stop judging me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. That I feel that in many ways, because people have, I, I guess you could say, misused it or tried to use it to, to keep anyone from judging them or critiquing them because it's been so misused. It's created a situation where, in a sense, Christians approach the verse from a position of defensiveness, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Don't quote Matthew 7, 1, judge not, because we can obviously judge, because, you know, judge not, we'll just look in Matthew chapter 7. Verse 15, beware of false prophets. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Well, guess what? You have to make a judgment that someone's a false prophet. You have to make a, a judgment that someone's possibly is a, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. That requires judgment. But wait a minute. Matthew 7, 1 says, judge not, judge not. So typically what I have seen on Christian website after Christian website, and I've heard in sermon after sermon after sermon, is that most of the time is spent trying to explain to everyone, no, 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 we can judge, we can judge. And I think what everyone takes away from these sermons is, hey, no, 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 I can judge. I can make a judgment. No one's going to use this against me. It's almost like what everyone takes from the sermons is how to answer the charge, judge not. No, 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 that's not what that means. It, it, because I can actually judge. And then we focus on trying to justify us making judgments. Now, I'm not saying there's never a place and time for that kind of approach to the text. But I think just as much as trying to explain, no, 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 the Bible at the same time tells us to judge this or to make this judgment or to make this judgment, as much as we spend time trying to justify our judgment making, I think we do in some way, shape or form need to consider the, wait a minute though, the Bible is telling me not to judge. So there's clearly a wrong way to judge. There's clearly a way which we, we have to consider. Are we being too judgmental? Are we judging in the wrong way? We really do need to spend some time looking our, at ourselves. And we, we, because on one hand, we defend, oh, I judge you and I judge them and I judge them. And I'm going to let my judgments be known, known all across social media. 
I'm going to constantly be judging people, but I'm going to justify it because wait, wait, wait. No, the Bible's not telling me I can't judge. The Bible's telling me that I can't judge in this way or that way. And and I think we don't give it much thought. I mean, clearly, judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thine own eye? I mean, clearly there's some things there that we need to apply to ourselves. Instead of spending all of our time justifying our judgment, maybe we need to spend more time critiquing our judgment and how we judge. Maybe, and spending so much time justifying the way we judge, who we're judging, why we're judging. We spend more time actually judging ourselves. What do you think? Do you think I'm onto something? Do you think I'm crazy? Just ask yourself, how many sermons have you heard on Matthew chapter 7? And how many times have you walked away from those sermons going, oh, okay, well, you know, when people say judge not, here's here's my three answers I give them. Here's the four ways I answer them, you know, misinterpreting or misapplying or misusing that verse. Do you tend to walk away more prepared to defend your judging of people or do you tend to walk away going, woe is me, I have judged people in the wrong way over and over and over again. I always walk away feeling like, yeah, okay, yeah. Next time I make a judgment and someone quotes Matthew 7, 1, I've got four answers. Now, maybe, maybe that's on me. I'm not claiming that the preaching I received was wrong. I'm just saying maybe it was on me. Maybe it was on the preaching. But whatever the cause of me thinking that way, I think we need to take a little time today, just a few minutes. Remember, today's focus are supposed to be short. And just ask ourselves, maybe... Well, why do we tend as Christians to be too judgmental? And do you think there is a way in which we are too judgmental? Do you do you see in yourself a judgmental person? Or do you see someone who's maybe not judgmental enough? I know there has to be a balance. I always talk about balance in the Christian life. But I have an article that was published on March the 17th. I've been saving it in my notes for an opportunity to talk about it. Obviously, now we're in June. So I think I think I need to just go ahead and get this one out of the way. They give nine reasons believers are too judgmental. I'm not so worried about necessarily maybe, you know, how, going through these in an in-depth way, but I at least want to get us thinking about judge not. Judge not. Judge not not. And when you hear that, I want you to stop immediately. Go, no, 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 no. It doesn't mean I can never judge because here, here's how I know that I can make a judge. I don't want you to just immediately go into defending your right ability to judge and how you judge. I want you to go, hmm, I wonder if I am judging incorrectly. I wonder if I'm being too judgmental. Let's see what they have to say as possible reasons why we are too judgmental. All right. It says, it says, if you've ever wondered why believers are judgmental, if or, or if you have ever judged someone, take a, take a look below at some reasons why. 
The first thing they offer is this. The reason we tend to be too judgmental is because we're blinded. We're blinded. Now we may have to, to or I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of give you their ideas and I would love for you to just kind of compile it all together and formulate maybe your own theology of judging, your own doctrine of judging and see if you can work something out that you think is balanced and biblical. But here you go, blinded. It says many believers or people in general judge, misjudge, or prejudge everyone, or, or, okay, I'm skipping the period here. Many believers or people in general judge, misjudge, or prejudge. Everyone has done it at some point in their life, but why? Matthew 7, 3 says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thine own eye? Many refuse to see their own transgressions or feel the need to overlook them to escape their reality. They may also use or judge another person's situation and compare it to their own life or similar circumstances to make themselves feel better about what's going on in their own lives. So they're saying the first reason we tend to be too judgmental is because we're blinded to our own sin. We're blinded to our own flaws. We're blinded to our own shortcomings. And so one of the reasons we judge is if I'm over there judging so-and-so and like, look at how messed up they are. Guess what? It makes you feel better about yourself. So Matthew chapter seven, why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thine own eye? Are you walking around with a beam in your eye and you're not seeing it? You're not recognizing it. You're not acknowledging it. Judgment should begin with yourself. Judgment should begin with yourself. Does it? The minute you get ready to judge someone, you get ready to criticize someone, you get ready to say something negative about someone. Have you looked to your own self? Now, I do realize that we have to, there has to be balance here as well, or you'll spend your whole life going, I'm a piece of trash, I'm a piece of garbage. You just remember, you should be always looking at yourself. And when you do feel your, how, you sh- when you start feeling defeated, depressed, discouraged, and feel like just horrible about yourself, remember, run to Christ, because in Christ, you're perfect, holy, and righteous. So I understand it can lead you to being very, 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 very discouraged. But if all you do is judge everyone else, all it's going to lead to is you becoming very, very self-righteous and very, very judgmental. Because we have a tendency to get involved in what everyone else is doing. And we all have an opinion about what everyone else is doing. And we always have a tendency to say that whatever everyone else is doing is wrong without first looking at ourselves. I think the church is quick to point out the sins of the world. We're not so quick to point out our own sins inside the church or even in our own lives. So the first reason people, Christians tend to be too judgmental is we're blinded. Number two, envy. They may harbor a secret envy of something or so they may ha- they may harbor a secret envy of something someone has or something they aspire to do. 
Everyone has experienced some form of envy towards someone else. Sometimes the reason you're being so judgmental is because deep down, you have a secret envy of something someone has or something someone is aspiring to do. Many Christians, we just, we don't like what they're trying to do. We don't like it. We, we want to just immediately tear it down. Instead of being supportive, sometimes there's some kind of envy inside of us. It's hard to see it. It's usually a secret envy, but we've all experienced it in some form. And when you are critical, super critical, super judgmental, why? Where is where is it? You need to ask yourself, where is this coming from? You say, I'm just taking a stand for righteousness. I'm just taking a stand for godliness. Or you're just tearing them down because you're somewhat envious of what something uh, of you are. You either are envious of necessarily the person themselves or of something they have or something they're trying to do. It's amazing how much like as soon as someone gains some measure of success, we'll just say this within Christianity, within ministry, Christian podcast. Isn't it amazing how people will start tearing the person to shreds? Now, you'll always have those who love you, but you'll always have those who will be critiquing you. Are they critiquing you out of love or are they just being judgmental out of envy? Do you harbor a secret envy of something someone has or something they are aspiring to do? So the first reason we tend to be judgmental is because we're blinded. Second, because of envy. Three, setting the standard. They believe they are the standard in which a person should live rather than knowing God sets all the standards for the way believers should live. Sometimes Christians act like that they set the standard. They're the ones who determines what you can and cannot do. They were now they always now here's the thing with Christians. This is what makes Christian judge being so judgmental so difficult to deal with. Every Christian who judges someone else according to a certain standard always believes their standard comes from God. You shouldn't be listening to that music. Because they believe that their standard about music comes from God. You shouldn't be watching that movie because they believe their standard comes from God. Every Christian believes their standard comes from God. That, that's why it makes, that's why it's so difficult to deal with being, that's why I don't think uh, a lot of sermons about, you know, do not judge. I think we just typically go to justifying our judgment instead of critiquing our judgment because I think all Christians believe, hey, I'm not being too judgmental. I'm just giving you God's word. I'm not being too judgmental. I'm just telling you what God stands for, what what God's standards are. Every time Christians judge others, they always believe they have God on their side. This is just inevitable. Just watch people fight on, Christians fight on social media. Everyone believes God is on their side. They're taking the stand for righteousness. They're taking the stand for God's word. And everyone else is wrong. And then the other person is like, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Because everyone believes they're the standard. And no matter how much we want to say God's word is the standard, really we become the standard in which we lay down our dogmatic declarations and tell everyone else that they're wrong. So number one, blindness. Number two, envy. Number three, we, we believe we're the standard. Number four, superiority. It makes, sometimes we judge others and we're too judge, judgmental because it makes us feel superior to others. 
Having a judgmental attitude that tears others down is what makes people feel feel superior to others. Having a feeling of superiority makes one believe that they are better than someone else, which in turn gives them a false sense of superiority. Do you, I mean, now once again, these are hard for someone to see. You've got to look into yourself. Do you judge others and then feel some sense of superiority? You feel that you're superior in some way, shape or form. Does it give you some sense of feeling that? Now, you never want to admit that, but you sometimes have to ask, what are you really feeling now that you've tore that person down? What are you really feeling now that you've, you've you know, said this or did this? Next, measuring. So number one, blind, blinding or blinded, blinded or blindness, however you want to word it. Number two, envy. Number three, setting the standard or making yourself the standard. Number four, feelings of superiority. Number five, measuring. They don't know or often forget that God does not measure sin. People measure sin. Not only this, but many have the tendency to measure the sin of others against their own as if their sin is better or not as sinful as someone else's, and then pass their own human judgment on it. Sin is sin. God views all sin as equal. Now, some Christians completely reject that theology and say, God does not see all sin as equal. And then they get to determine which sins God is more bothered about than others. And they'll find certain scriptures where God seems more upset about that. But then you get into this never-ending argument. I do believe we do have a tendency that as Christians, we do measure sin. All the time. Oh, you commit that sin? Horrible scandal, the end of the world. That sin? Okay, no big deal. It's really weird how Christians do this, how we how we do this weird measuring thing. Some sins, it's the end of the world. Like, you know, you're gonna be stoned at midnight. You know, you're gonna be, you're finished. And in other sins, it's like, well, you know, nobody's perfect. And what we have a tendency to do is we always seem to judge and measure other people's sin, and we're so harsh at them. And once again, we treat our sins as if they are less than. Or do you measure sin and say that sin is worse than my sin? Or when you start measuring, are you measuring your sin as well? There's the measuring. Next lifestyle. What do they mean by lifestyle? They believe their way of life or the way they do things is what's best. Believers, especially new believers, have a tendency to try their best to abide by all of God's law as much as possible and tend to snub those they believe have fallen short. Little do they know, God has set the standard by which we should live. He has mapped it out in his holy word. He sent his only begotten son to set the example for us while we were on earth. While people may want to pattern after or adopt certain habits of uh, of others to improve their lifestyle, no one should be judged for the way their life for the way they live their lives against anyone else's. Now, this is the idea where you're, it's almost, it's kind of the same idea of setting the standard or measuring, but your lifestyle, the way you live becomes now what you believe everyone else should do. It's it's usually young Christians, it's younger Christians, or it's Christians who all of a sudden get on fire for God and they get excited for God and they're like, I don't understand why these people are wasting their time watching movies or why they're playing video games. And all of a sudden they're on fire. And if, and if, a, if someone, well, I, and I've, I've watched this play out in my own church, I wish 
I had sometimes I wish I would have saved the recordings of some of it just to play it, but I would never do that to the people who said it. But there's always there's always sometimes those people who are acting they come across like they're super spiritual, right? So maybe you'll you'll say something from the pulpit about, you know, the football game or this, and somebody like, oh, and they want to make sure everyone in the congregation knows, like, I didn't even know that happened. I don't even know anything about this. Okay, well, like, like, like they want to make the whole world know that they don't watch those things or they don't do those things or they don't keep up with those things, almost like it's a badge of spiritual honor. They are more godly. They're not involved in all of these worldly things. They're spending their time reading their Bible they, and they want to make it known. Well, that's when you're you're making your lifestyle like everyone else must live according to my lifestyle. I don't watch I don't watch TV and you're like, "Well, that's great. I'm glad you don't." But then almost without fail, they look down and judge those who do. I don't listen to secular music. Well, great. That's great that you don't. But then they look down and judge others that do. Or they will immediately start perceiving other people who do these things as being spiritually immature. It's almost always young Christians who do this. I fell into the same trap when I was a young Christian. I'm like, I'm reading my Bible more than everyone else. I'm, I don't miss a church service. I'm doing this. 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 What is wrong with everyone else? Everyone else is lazy. Everyone else is slothful. Everyone else is ungodly. Now, by all means, Sometimes we need to, I, again, I, I don't want to turn this into we can never make a critique or judgment. I just want to make sure we spend the time focusing on how we judge wrongly and problems with our judgment. Because I think we spend too, ma- too many time, too much of our time justifying our judgment. So do you allow your lifestyle to become like, hey, this is what everyone else must do. Number seven, forgetfulness. Often we forget our transgressions and our mistakes. Matthew 7, 3 says, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thy own eye? The scripture is clearly asking how one can look at someone else's transgression, but forget our own. Many believers do this because they don't want to own up to their own sins or want to justify their often repeated behavior rather than facing and changing it. We Don't we have a tendency when someone else does something to forget all of our sins, all of our failures, all of our weaknesses, all of our stumbling? We just immediately like, boom. I mean, I've watched Christians do this. Like the Christians, sometimes Christians who do a lot of the roller coaster. I don't, you probably know some Christians, you, they're kind of like a constant spiritual roller coaster. Like one down, they're kind of down in the, they're, 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 they're at the lower end of the roller coaster. They've gone down the hill. And so they're kind of in the spiritual dumps, right? They're down. They're depressed. They, they're not reading their Bible. They're not really excited about the things of God. And there's just a spiritual apathy, complacency. And, and, and then all of a sudden, dun, dun, dun. On. They start going up the hill on the roller coaster and they get closer to the top and all of a sudden, boom, they're excited about God and they can't wait to read the Bible and they want to listen to sermons and they want to spend time doing and they don't understand why other Christians don't want to read their Bible and other Christians don't want to do this. And but they seem to forget that, hey, wait, six months ago, I couldn't get you to do anything. You didn't even want to talk about scripture. You wouldn't even show up to church. Now you're on the top of the, you're on the top of the hill. You're the, you're at the top of the roller coaster. And now you're yelling and screaming at everyone else. What is wrong with you unspiritual people? You forget like, wait a minute, before you start yelling and screaming about everyone else, have you forgotten your ups and downs in your Christian life? 
Next time you start talking about someone, you may want to spend some time remembering your own self. Number eight, prejudgment. They only see one side of a person or circumstance. Some believers are quick to prejudge a person or circumstances because they are unaware of the full story. And rather than being quick to find out what's going on, to alleviate an issue or to simply discover the truth, people continue with their negative narrative they've created in their own mind based on what they don't know. Now, you can call this prejudgment. I like to call it ignorance, or I like, I like to say that a lot of Christians are too judgmental because they don't, they just see one part of the story, one part of the narrative, one part part of the, and they're like, that's the way it is. And sometimes it's usually things are much more layered, much more complicated. And instead of you, they call it prejudging, but instead of just judging on a little bit of information, maybe it's just best you don't judge anything and just be quiet and see what you can do to help. Like, why do we feel it so, why do we feel the need to always offer a, a, an opinion? Why do we always feel the need to talk about a situation? Why do we always feel the need to condemn? How about sometimes we say, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything. I don't know the whole story. And none of my business. I'm going to see if I, if I have the opportunity to help, I will help. And if I don't, I'm going to pray about the situation and probably just be quiet about it. But man, people will, people will hear one thing or get a little bit of information and then they will just judge that people for 15 years based off that one instance or that one, one, one thing that happened. And you'll always be forever remembered for the, your one failure instead of anything else that you've done. And then number nine, they have reflection. The habits, behaviors, or situations we judge are often things that reflect who we are. Maybe we don't want to admit it, but many times when we pass judgment on others, it's because we see past or present behavior we've held in secret or, or they are behaviors we were taught to shun. Now, I do believe it's, a, they call it reflection. I think it's a little projection. Sometimes I think when people are so judgmental, it's like, why are you losing your mind so much over that? And sometimes you want to go, you, I think, you know, you do you protest too much? I think something's going on inside of you. Are you judging them or are you judging you? Are you being so harsh on the sin because you know how much you struggle with it? Are you being so loud because you're, you're, it's almost like you're overcompensating. It's almost like you're trying to cover it up. How about don't do that? Don't hate a sin and others when you really are hating your own sin, how about just hate your own sin and have compassion and mercy on the person struggling with the same thing you are? Now, here we go. Let's go through these again. Why are Christians, or typically, not always, let me say, why are Christians sometimes, is that better put, too judgmental or judging? It's because we're blinded to our own flaws. We won't see them. We won't admit them. We don't want to look at them. Number two is because we envy. We have some we have some secret envy of something someone has or something they aspire to do. Uh, we set the standard. We think we're the standard. We judge everything according to our standard. Number four, it's because it gives us some sense of superiority. Next, because we go around measuring sin and comparing that sin to, to me. We compare their, we, we, we're like, their sin is worse than my sin. So we measure it and we're like, oh, yours is worse than mine. Look at this. Look, I've got the ruler here and nope, your, your sin is, your, your sin is worse than my sin. 
Okay, next, lifestyle. We start living a certain lifestyle, and then we just judge everyone according to, to our lifestyle, the things that we've chosen to do, as if if they don't do it, there's something wrong with them. Number seven, forgetfulness. We just completely forget our own failures and our own ups and downs and our own spiritual issues. Next, we almost, uh, we, 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 they say it prejudge, but we just almost judged we judge things sometimes without all the information. We just, we, we, a narrative is created and that's all we, we can focus on. And, and number nine is reflection or projection. We, our judgment is reflecting that what's going on inside of us. We're so upset and furious about it because we know what's inside of us. Now, I want you today, for today's focus, just ask yourself first, and you can ask people who know you. You may have to ask people around you. Do you think I'm a judgmental person? Now, it may be hard to ask that, but you ask some people who know you, ask people who are around you. Do you think I'm a judgmental person? You know, if your kids are old enough, ask them, hey, do you think, uh, mommy, do you think daddy's a judgmental person? Like, (laughs) You're always judging and condemning people around you. What are you talking about? You're always talking trash about people. You're the most judgmental person I know. You may not want to hear it, but ask yourself, are you judgmental? Go back and if you have social media account, just look at all of your social media account. Are you condemning people, calling people names? Are you judgmental? Just ask yourself how judgmental you are and then try to figure out why are you so judgmental? I know, I know immediately you're going to be like, no, 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 judge not lest she be judged. No, no, that doesn't mean I can never judge. I know you're going to try to go around and try to justify all of your judgments. Instead of trying to justify your judgments today, just ask yourself if you're judgmental and find out why maybe you're so judgmental. Is it because you're blinded to your own flaws, your own sin, your own faults? Is it because you have some kind of envy, secret, you're harboring secret envy of something someone has or something that they're aspiring to do? Do you feel like you've set the standard and everyone must be judged according to you? Do you feel some level? Does it give you a sense of superiority so you can't stop yourself? Even though you would never acknowledge it, that in a roundabout way, the more you push others down or condemn others, it makes you feel better? Are you constantly measuring going, well, their sin is worse than my sin, so I can condemn it? Are you somehow thinking your lifestyle is the only correct lifestyle? Are you just forgetful of your ups and downs and failures and twists and turns in your Christian life? Are you judging people maybe off a a lack of information and you've created a narrative and you won't let that person escape that narrative? And uh, do you think possibly that you're projecting, that it's simply reflecting what's going on inside of you? I would love to get your thoughts on Christians being too judgmental. Email me today, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. I understand we love to justify are judging because we say, look at John the Baptist. Look what Jesus did to the Pharisees. And we judge, justify it and justify it. We can justify it all day. But at the same time, clearly we need to take into consideration there is a time and there's a way in which our judging is wrong. Judge not that you be not judged.
That is your today's focus for Thursday, June the 15th, 2023.